Hey everyone, welcome back to the DJ Sessions Presents the Virtual Sessions. I always got to compliment Restream on that choice of intro music there that they give us because it just always makes me feel like I'm in church. Today I'm sitting here in the virtual <laughs> studios with the guys coming in from Toronto, Canada, the brothers, or is it just brothers? Just brothers, but whatever you <laughs> well, awesome guys uh, the three of you have sort of a very long musical history together um i was looking at doing some research on you guys uh or, you know before the show came across a few of your album covers track covers and uh when did you actually pick up your first musical instruments and start playing together uh we're we're, we're pretty we we're in real life, <laughs> so we, we we all uh, went through like we started when we were five, and but we actually started the band when I think we were thirteen when we got the drum set, and um, no one knew how to play it, but we bought one anyways, and then uh, basically I could do the first drum roll. That's how it, how it went down. <laughs> Was that the band? Was that the was that the drum kit that uh, started the band, uh, Smashers, or was that previously? <laughs> Earlier, that was like when we had cardboard instruments that we made and <laughs> Beach Boys and yeah, we lip sync. Yeah, yeah. So that was like prior to the. the like, yeah, that was like too young to play, but no, that was uh, that would have been. The alternative rock band that we we did for about twenty years. And um, for, by the way, going left to right or right to left, I'm not sure if your camera is reversed over there. Let's go down your first names, and obviously the last name is going to be the same. But let's go left to right, and, and what instruments do you play? Now I'm confused. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm I, I always get it backwards too. I'd point this talk. way because <laughs> you're on that side, but really you're on this side. <laughs> okay. And what do you play? I play uh, drums. Oh, I <laughs> drums, drums, and backing vocals. Yeah, I don't. And I'm uh, <laughs> I play keyboards and. And, uh, synthesizers and and I'm Aaron and I'm lead vocal and guitar. And did your did you grow up in a musical family or was this something the three of you just kind of picked up and kind of ran with it as a, a at a young age or were your, were your parents or were there was there any what was your early on influences to to be in the music industry? We grew up where. Our parents uh, put us at the piano at a very young age. They always encouraged uh, us to write our own songs. So that was one of the exercises. Here in piano lessons, we had to write one song. And uh, they, I mean, they're huge music fans. We grew up listening to the Beatles and, and Wilburys and and. But to, but to answer the question, Dad got kicked out of the school choir when he was a kid. So 
He no, literally, <laughs> like learning how to sing and all that, and play. We kind of we kind of took it on ourselves, but we had the background. Um, oh, yeah, and, yeah. But we one day just decided we should we should make a band and try to do it. yeah, and then we ended up in the garage like most bands do. <laughs> <laughs> Was that because the, your parents wouldn't let you play in the house? They kicked you out of the garage, or you just needed the space of being in the garage? <laughs> yeah, it lasted, it yeah. lasted one day. I think we're, we're out in the garage. I think we're in the, their office or something, and we set up, and it, yeah, it didn't last long. You said that was about 20 years ago, correct? Yeah, mm-hmm. roughly. Roughly. And if you could describe your Probably music... More that you've been making over the last 20 years in three words, how would you describe that? Hmm. Three words. Do you want to each do it? Yeah, each do a word. Uh, (laughs) I would say (laughs) anti. Right? You got a word? I was going to do the... It's... And I think so wall, wall of sound. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we yeah. try to do. I, I don't know. Epic. Yeah, it's pretty. But but then we got into this stuff. It's more e- obviously EDM based of of our rock roots, and we just try to create a live sound in the clubs. So that's kind of mm-hmm. what we're we're doing now. Who who was your biggest influence growing up, and who would be somebody that influences you now? Well, I mean, you, you two, and we we ended up uh, playing on stage with them a while back. Dream come true, but um, we were influenced by a lot of British music. And Bowie is a big one. Bowie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but Bob Dylan to Pet Shop Boys to I mean, like we're just mm-hmm. we're influenced by so much great, great music that's out there. If it's a good song, it, really, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a good sign. It's we're good. drawn to song, good songwriting, and hey, we try to. I, do I was, uh huh. I was reading in your bio <laughs> that you have been nominated. For eight, you were on eight shortlist for Grammys. Is that correct? A few albums that that uh, we had some songs that were shortlisted, yeah, for some Grammys, which was cool. And um, yeah, I mean, it's it would be amazing to. I mean, it, awards aren't always the most important thing, so be shortlisted for sure. Have you won any awards? Um, I don't know. Have we? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't no, I don't think we're list. <laughs> Sorry to say. <laughs> and and when, you're, when you're producing music, you mentioned that now you kind of do an EDM. It was, you know, a lot of influence I could see is, is band, rock. You mentioned, um, you know, your keywords there. Do you try to incorporate other styles of dance music in your productions? Is that something, is that the new thing that we can expect from the brothers or is that something you've 
always had or took on in just the last few years? Um, in the last few years of when we were, we were doing the menu stuff, we got into electronic drums. Really, the, the brothers stuff came from, we were in Europe for a while and doing some shows there. And we actually were with Bono in a club we were talking about how the the energy in the in the clubs and if you could take he was saying like if you take that and and take the rhyme together and try to create something live like that i mean that could be the future of genre and and keeping rock alive and it, we just kind of we we came back and to the studio and started doing adding more of an to our stuff and that's kind of where this band kind of came out of that do you feel that edm or electronic music has become the new rock and roll i think it definitely has potential to be um <coughs> going down there. Rock and roll will always still be rock and roll. There's so many different facets to rock and roll. It, 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 what we're doing is is something different than, I mean, there's so many different genres within rock and roll almost. <laughs> I think more and more electronic music to their sounds, but, but yeah, I mean, EDM has that energy. We, I mean, when you play it live, um, there's, there's stuff that I mean, you you don't get maybe as as we we stuff, but um, yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and listening to myself, listening to electronic music for the past thirty plus years, when I was a kid growing yeah. up, there was techno music. Is pretty much what it's called. It was not even called the electronic music was there, but <laughs> it wasn't really there. There was house music and there was yeah. techno music. And now mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. I send my DJs to, to Wikipedia to say, choose these genres to define what genres of music you'll play. And you see not only there's 30 different genres, there's like 20 different subgenres for each of those okay. genres now in electronic music in itself, which is very interesting to see that grow. So can definitely see the parallelism to rock and roll, having so many different genres and electronic music also having genres and where you're kind of bridging the gap between both genres. Um, when you go out to make, <laughs> oh, go ahead. Oh, anyways, <laughs> it's blurring, blurring the lines between EDM and yeah. mm -hmm. really, and and you're you're getting ready to release a record this summer. When you go out, is one of your intentions, or is it the intention to make the music solely to satisfy yourself, and success is a nice side effect, or are you trying to just make it a popular record and get it out there? What's what's your take on that? I think if you try to appeal to everyone and try to make the a hit song, I, I think it just comes out contrived, maybe. I, I don't, for, you're forcing it's, it. It's forced, yes. So I think, true to yourself and hope that, 
glad people will connect with what you're doing. And, and um, that's kind of what we do. We, 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 we are really trying to and hopefully have people latch on to what we're doing and get and success from that. After, after uh, that conversation with Bono and we came back to sing around with some stuff, if it didn't work, we wouldn't, but, but we actually liked what it sounded like and the potential of Go. So we kept going with it. I think that's like the first line of defense. We And we're willing to release it, then we think there's something there that may. And what record label are you releasing that with? Uh, we are we're independent, so we, we okay. we've had a few. We've always tried to keep our publishing um, and our, our music owned by a big thing for us. Um, and our we have our own label that we release our stuff under. Awesome. Have you looked into doing anything in the NFT realm at all? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. And it's, um, I, I don't know. I don't know if it it, it skipped us as a generation. Um, we would. I don't know if I get it, but we would love, love to try it. I know, kind of things for sure. But yeah, NFTs I mean, is a new thing for us for sure. We haven't done. I definitely think it's it's a new thing for a lot of artists out there, but it is. Kind of, it was the buzzword six months ago. It's still on the tips of some tongues. You know, yeah. some of the bad press that it's it's got over the last you know four or five months. You know, or the, the hype isn't there, and especially mm -hmm. with the the crypto market kind of being down from what it was last year and the year before. Um, you know, it might not be such a, a viable thing, but you know, artists being able to kind of still retain residual some type of residual payout on their music after it, yeah. it sells once and then it can sell again and sell again and sell again um, might have a, some appeal to artists. And I was talking with somebody yesterday and they mentioned something called super contracts. I think that's the term they use. Have you ever heard of that term? No. Apparently, apparently it's a, it's a contract that it grants rights to be used in certain ways as, as opposed to a traditional contract where you would sell it off to a label or a publishing house, you would still kind of retain some of these rights and it could, it's going to be interesting to have these super contracts coming to play. I was very, I mean, this person that I was talking to, I was, um, Oh, come on, Darren, think of his name. We just interviewed him yesterday. Very well-known <laughs> DJ. Um, MJ Cole. And he was talking about super contracts. And that was a little bit above my pay grade. Like, I'm like, whoa, what are you talking about here? But he's been yeah. in the industry for about 30 years and has produced for some top names and has been around. So I want to start looking into super contracts. I don't know if that's something of a buzzword that you've heard or have been looking into as well. Um, I mean, it would just be the artist. So when it comes to the contract stuff, we probably leave that to our... <laughs> <clears throat> yeah um do you all have any bad habits that are beneficial to your career 
Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Trying. <laughs> That's like a cop out of a question. Uh, bad habits. I mean, you're you're always doing stuff that bugs each other. I mean, it doesn't necessarily benefit us. Like, nothing benefits. <laughs> I feel like you guys always think I have all the bad habits. <laughs> but it's not benefiting the bad I mean, we have, we, we do have, like, despite the, I don't know, cheesiness of it, we do have a, a strong worth, work ethic that we've also, I mean, um, we, we will like thing we do. So when, when we're doing, the music or anything it's full out i mean some might consider that a bad habit but i mean it it, it is beneficial <laughs> out of the three of you who is the practical joker yeah. Ryan, yeah yeah <laughs> i mean i don't know practical jokes yeah. but he does to push the limits with his jokes for sure and kind of he's over for sure and I, I did see that it was when when was it that you played the Cannes Film Festival? What year was that? It was we did it a couple times, so I guess it was okay. a couple of years. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Okay. And was that the longest flight you ever had taken to actually perform a gig or do a gig, or were you already living over there in Europe when that happened? Uh, there were a couple shows we went there for, and that. Yeah, I mean, we did a lot of touring in North America, so I mean, to do stuff in Europe was a new thing. Yeah, I mean, we had less gear. Like, when we used to do the menu, we had so much gear. We had, we had a piano. We traveled with a yeah, piano. There was so much gear, but um, doing the EDM stuff in Europe and stuff, stuff could be acquired there, we didn't have to bring it overseas. Some stuff is very, very expensive, so we had to bring it with us. But it was a lot easier to to tra travel and tour for that tour. And I noticed from your music videos, there is a, a kind of a theme going on with those lights that are set up. What is the what is the meaning or or what is the um, What's the, the aesthetic? What's the appeal of the lights that, that are there flashing? I saw them on the, the beach and the walls video. I saw them in another video uh, yeah. that you did. Is that something that travels with you on tour? Yeah. Is that part of your stage setup? Your your studio your your yeah. uh, setup? Yeah, we, we've had we've had uh, different stage lights built ourselves and it, like like in the past and and we still use them. We just find that. It adds such an element of energy to to, to shows, and it even helps us. It helps, helps us feel feel, yeah. feel energized when yeah, we're. It's a big it's a big part of our show to definitely have different rigs of light, lights that we just to see what's going on because sometimes it's pretty dark up there. <laughs> <laughs> Is that are, are they MIDI mapped? Are they are are they sound activated? Or are they just randomly timed? Or 
do they go along with each song or how, how, do, how does that setup work actually? A bit of both. So yeah, it can be time to be a bit random through courses or verses, but yeah, there's like a times they're manually controlled yeah. as well for certain effects. Yeah. Well, we'll cater them to the songs for sure. Awesome. Was the biggest crowd you ever played for your best crowd? Um, I don't, I wouldn't know we played to some, some of our big crowds would be like um, for a festival or something. And it's not necessarily the best crowds could be, I mean, a small place that the energy is just right. Um, mm -hmm. Parts of the U.S. that we played that you think it's going to be, oh, but then it turns out to be one of the best shows and the energy just makes it that way. And if you could host your own event without any limitations, name five things that you would have at that event. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be a, a good one. <laughs> People. Fireworks. Yeah. Fireworks. Pyro, yeah. Five things, eh? Fireworks. Lighting. Lighting's got to be a, a really good light show. Mm -hmm. um, we always of smoke because that makes the lights look better so i would say you gotta have that sound i mean number one is the sound system i mean you, you gotta have a, a, a one is like tequila or something <laughs> <laughs> what kind of event is this is it a coffee <laughs> and it's no, no fun what's the nicest thing that a fan has ever said to you <laughs> I mean, I think that there's a lot of comments. I think one of the nicest things is that we sound like the records. So let's yeah, strive to sound like the records that we put out and, and make sure that off live every time. So I think if one somebody says, like, you, you did your job and you, yeah, you kind of made it to what you want. So. Have you ever had a fan present you with a gift? And what was, if, if they did, what was the most memorable gift that a fan has ever given to you? <laughs> we had a yeah. fan that used to follow us around, remember? Yeah. And, and she was, she was or New York, somewhere in New York yeah. state. And we were playing and she came and brought us buffalo wings yeah. right yeah. from like the, the uh, like the yeah. yeah that was pretty memorable because i mean it's not every day cool. some <laughs> across the board or whatever so 
Ratchet, now did did they have the dipping sauces, or was that a request? Was it like a social media request, or how did she know you wanted buffalo wings? I don't know. She just she just we needed food. I guess <laughs> we played this. We played many shows in Buffalo. That she followed us around in the U.S. a bit. But we must mention that of the anchor our wings. So. They're dressed up, obviously hot and all that. But yeah, it was just a really nice, really nice thing to do. What What's been the best decision that each of you have made in favor of your artist career? Buying a guitar. That was the best decision I made. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say the cardboard one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a logical transition. What do you got? You got some? The best decision is not practice me playing the drums, switching second practice to the keyboards. That, that was everybody. Yeah, Ryan was. was what, Always wanted to play drums, but he ended up not. Cardboard drums for years, and then yeah, I switched first. I didn't care for it so much. I missed the cardboard stuff. Because Nate is more of a drummer, just even <laughs> physically. Maybe I went to the roll one, but I, I would say maybe. Working with some, we always try strive to work with producers that we admit them to work with us, even when we couldn't afford to pay them. They still worked with us because they they liked our music, and I think learning from them how to do great production and sort of songwriting, and um, I think that was really how we wrote songs and how we create music <clears throat> and try to create good, good music. Do you think that you would ever, any of you would ever stop making music in favor of another art form? No. no. I mean, we're creative in other ways. Like we, we do visual arts and design and stuff, but um, music's always been like, like music is number one. Yeah, to what we do for sure. And if Hollywood were to make a movie about your lives, who would each of you pick to be the main actor? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. that's a good question. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Um, who's your? I don't. <laughs> I was honestly gonna say Brad Pitt. Too. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, I. I mean, whoever's willing to, I'll be fine with it. <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, you know, you have the new single. It was just released. Was that May twentieth? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. That came out The Walls on May 20th. You have your self-titled album coming out, Brothers. Uh, is there Has there been an anticipated release date announced for that yet? Uh, it's it's going to be in August, so just keep posted to our social stuff. And yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be August. With awesome. And uh, and there is there anything else you want to let our DJ Sessions fans know about before we let you get back to work there in the studio? <laughs> Just uh, um, any you mean like advice or are you looking for? Oh, just anything you want to let them know, whether it's a piece of advice, whether you would up and you know let something up and coming producers should look out for, anything musically wise, artistically wise, any announcements? I mean, obviously the album, and um, I mean, I, I think as far as advice goes, just um, um, always stay true to your to your own like what you believe in and and always we always say practice till you are <laughs> awesome so you know inside and backwards and and where can you people find out off? more information yeah and where can people find out more information about you and what you got going on um our social media is at brothers official music brothers official music so easy to remember awesome got the website right down there brothersofficialmusic.com awesome guys well thank you so much for coming on the DJ sessions it was a pleasure having you here today thank you yeah we'll definitely follow back up with you in a few months here just to see how things are going and touch base with you sounds good perfect awesome well that's the brothers coming in from Toronto, Canada. I'm your host, Darren, coming to you live for the virtual sessions by the DJ sessions in Seattle, Washington. And remember, don't forget to go to our website, thedjsessions.com. Find us on TikTok, Instagram, Meta, Twitter. We're out there, but go to our website. That's where you're going to find out all our news, all our events, our exclusive mixes and interviews, just like this one right here at thedjsessions.com. And remember, on the DJ sessions, The music never stops.